0: Brandon and welcome to Hourglass Bride. I hope everybody had a very special and wondrous Valentine's. It's really an amazing time of year. Yesterday was Valentine's Day here, and we had a very special guest. We had a woman named Lisa Rose come on and, and truly talk about the opening of the heart and relationships and how true love really starts with you. That you were the common denominator in all of these relationships. And truly, that self-love, when you can fill your own cup and when you can fill your own heart, because it's that very heart that you're giving to somebody. And so I encourage you all to find Lisa Rose's broadcast on Unlimited Life. It was really very special. And what a spectacular way to celebrate Valentine's Day. Also yesterday here in the States, we opened Fifty Shades of Grey. And there's so much controversy surrounding this movie. It's amazing. I saw lines wrapped around the block to see this film. And so how we talk about love, how we talk about our relationships has changed drastically. And so it's always such an interesting conversation. This past year for me, just all of the charity work that I've done and just recently working with the Archangel Academy being knighted, working with the Order of St. John, to see the way that people's lives and hearts could be touched in, true, in profoundly deep ways, changing ways, altering ways. And the conversations that we have, the other night I went to a Fifty Shades party, and they had doctors, psychologists, marriage, family counselors. They had pole dancing studios, toy companies, and people got to ask really real, raw, and honest questions. And it's so nice to be able to have forums where people can ask questions about their sexuality, they can ask questions about their mate, how to have these conversations with their partner, how you introduce things into your relationship, and if you even know what you want and how you want it, and how to really explore that happily ever after. Today we had planned for you a very special guest, somebody that is I know is life altering in healing the heart and freeing your mind. And I know that we've had some technical glitches, so I'm not sure that she's being able to jump on a line, but I want to tell you about her work because it is Brandy Faith Weld and Brandy just does amazing, extraordinary, life changing, life altering seat edging work on really how to launch into that freedom that you know you desire and you deserve. She had a near-death experience and she came back from that just determined and diligent to really make a change in people's lives. Her book, Heal Your Heart, Free Your Mind, actually launches tomorrow and you'll be able to find it on Amazon. And I'll tell you a little bit about her, but she truly is a beautiful person. Genuine, stunning Spectacular and one of the wisest people I've ever come across. She's a best-selling author. She's an agent for the healing of the heart and change. And she has been involved in neuroscience and personal development work for over 25 years. She's led individuals and organizations in peak performance, those of you that are familiar with peak performance development. And she's taught transformational courses around the world. But really, once she hit rock bottom, once she had that near-death experience, She returned back from the other side with this true mission to change the world. So if you're looking for something to really treat yourself to for Valentine's, a way to really open your heart and allow love in at a different level of consciousness, then I urge you to go out and to find her book and call us and let us know, because certainly we'll have her back on the show, and we'll have an open forum where she'll be able to discuss all of these things that she's sharing, all these secrets and tools and keys to the conversations of the heart. Ah, I think I may have her with me. Brandy, are you here? Hi.
1: Hi, Hi. I am. Hi, here.
0: <laughs> Did you hear us just talking about you and sharing your amazing work? I was telling people about the launch tomorrow and urging them to rush out and find your material, but it's so beautiful to have you here in person. Happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Oh, my gosh, what a beautiful weekend we're having, right? It's like a beautiful three-day weekend, Valentine's weekend uh, here in our, you know, home area, Southern California. It's like a hot summer day, too. I know. (laughs) It's glorious. So I was sharing with the audiences, you know, I know you're trying to get on, about your work, about your background, about the fact that you came back with this mission in your heart And so I guess the first question I want to ask you, which I always love asking our guests, is the did-you-know factor. I mean, I know that you had a near-death experience when you came back, but even beyond that, when you were a little girl, like six or seven or eight, were you naturally in care mode? Like, were you taking care of other kids, or were you helping people, or was it something that you found later that you were drawn to, to being able to change people's lives and help them? Yeah, honestly, I do believe that my soul came in with that with that nature and you know, it just depends on what people believe or not. If uh, you know, this is our first time, our first go around on the earth or we've had other go arounds on the earth. Um and, you know, I think my belief is that uh that I've had more than one go around on the earth here and that, <laughs> you know, my soul was we had that same nature in other lifetimes and uh and I mean, truly, what I really experienced when I first uh, when I was younger was that this great pain of how much pain is here in the world. And I was quite the impasse, and it hurt me. You know, I was like, I would feel the world's pain, and, and it was just painful to be here. And I, I kept finding myself wanting to be on the other side where that pain didn't exist you know, and where people, uh, where you know, all the souls were like one and we operate from this, you know, we and love and not this, uh, separation of competition and, you know, um, and from this, the fear of, uh, fear and survival. So where we're always kind of, uh, trying to protect ourselves and, um, you know are operating from a lot of this fear and and pain that just kind of gets spread around around the world and so just from from a really young age i always long for what i experienced on the other side that i at a soul level i guess i still remembered versus you know when i actually did cross over again in this lifetime, um but um that i wanted to experience it here on the earth and uh and for so much of my younger years, I didn't feel like it was possible on this earth. And happily, I do. When I came on the other side, I was told that it is possible, um, and that's a lot of what this book is uh, about and my program is about. Um, but um, so I came, I came back with a, a different feeling. That it is possible. It is happening now, um, and and I'm excited about what's going to be starting starting to unfold for the world right now. Oh, that's so beautiful. What a great answer. I absolutely love that. And, you know, I was looking at your bio, and there were so many things I didn't even know about you, but, I mean, you worked in the Salesforce training. You worked in development (laughs) and organization, which I think is profound. And so how did you go from such a high level of working in that field to bridging over to the human heart and consciousness well you know it all started from my own pain i mean beginning was because i did grow up in your typical western home you know a dysfunctional one (laughs) and i just always seeking for some functionality um from a very young age and so luckily, I found all my mother's personal development books that she had because she was trying to relieve herself from all of the pain that she was raised in, right? right. And so I just read all of uh, her books from a really young age, and I just became so passionate about this, you know, this healing, this growing and learning, this relief of this painful world that I was experiencing. Um, and when I... Uh, um, you know, it, it just became so much a part of me. It became a part of my community. I started to think like the life, the purpose of life was growth and learning. And so, you know, it, it was, it's was. it been a big part of me from a very young age. And then when I um, found uh, Tony Robbins, I found his book, Awaken the Giant Within, and that was a whole new world for me. And this kind of became a, a, um, a game changer for me because, I started really realizing how I was really creating and participating in the creation of this um, life that I felt I lived in a, um, (laughs) you know, and remember Atari, the old Atari, first video games was the Atari Asteroids that you were trying to, like, either shoot the Asteroids down or, like, ditch them so that they didn't hit you? Do you remember that? Okay. Yes, yeah, course. I'm saying my age a little bit, right? Of um, of that game, but you know that's how my analogy for life was for me at the time. I felt like asteroids were coming at me all the time, and my my whole life was about dodging and ditching these asteroids before they hit me. And um, and I started to realize, oh, I'm I'm attracting these asteroids. I am creating these asteroids by focusing on all of this. Pain and feeling sad and feeling sorry for myself and for me, and you know, um, just uh, uh, feeling like people don't like me, don't love me all these like stories that would kind of go around in my head that I was creating this life experience. And so, um, as I started to have more awareness around that, I mean, I just like dove into everything Tony Robbins taught, and then also everything about. NLP and, you know, behavioral science and neuroscience and and that just became my passion. So yeah, even though I was, you know, working in a corporate environment, that's the environment that I got taken into um outside of uh college, um, what my real passion kept being is this um growth and learning. And as I started to discover this, I started realizing I just really started wishing that um, the whole world knew this and how different the world would be and realized how different my life would be if I knew this from a younger age. Um, you know, I would just have a completely uh, different life at that moment. And also how different my life would be if my parents knew it. And so I just became passionate about sharing it with as many people as possible to my Family chagrin, right? <laughs> because I was like, I was like, you know, preaching at them. I was trying to get them to like Tony Robbins programs and all these other programs. But, you know, a lot of Tony Robbins programs, and and you know, they had no interest in it whatsoever. Um, but with that, I realized, gosh, I want to, I want to help other people be free of pain that they might be experiencing, like. You know, I have stress because, you know, I know it's only hurting people that hurt others. And if we could just stop the pain, it'll stop getting, you know, spread around. And so um, I loved my nice, cushy corporate job at Cisco Systems, and I was making really great money. And I still had that feeling of fear um, of not wanting to, uh, you know, doing something on my own, not leaving a nice corporate America. Job, you know, with all the money and all the benefits and all the, you know, the protection of that. And so, what I um, I so um, wanted to see how I could, you know, share this kind of awareness with people. What by staying, uh, while still staying within uh, corporate America. And I I had this vision, and I proposed it to our executive vice president of Cisco Systems, and. He said, great idea, why don't you go do it? And, you know, I became like, a, I became one of the founders, starters of this new organization called Worldwide Salesforce Development, where I got to meet all of the stuff that I had been learning into our training and development um, programs for both our sales skills and for our new hire worldwide. And I was just, um, I was just loving my life. At that time, um, and then I will have to say, um, you know, to kind of go where I transitioned from that into what I'm doing now was, uh, you know, I would take my uh, vacation and I would assist Tony Robbins with his live events, and I was uh, helping him with his last live life, life mastery event in Hawaii in 2001. And that's when 9-11 happened. And uh, that event changed the trajectory of my life forever. And it was, um, you know, know, what happened there is because of what happened. so, of course, 9-11 was such a very uh, dramatic event for, you know, a lot of the world, but mostly Americans. But what was powerful about this event was that – you know, we we it happened at 3 a.m. our time, so everybody was in bed when it happened. And we had an 8 a.m. start, and so people didn't know what had just gone on for the most part. And so Tony State delivered the, you know, news of what just happened, and there happened to be a man from Palestine there. And he got up and said, I'm glad this happened because now you Americans know how it feels. And then there was um a man from Israel got up who was in the in the room too and he got up and he said, You guys are the cause of the world's cause because you guys are raised to hate and so here we had the Middle East, you know, problem on the on the American, you know, on right in the middle of the biggest event that happened on American mainland soil and we had Almost about 4,500, mostly Americans, at this event, and a big portion of them from from New York. So as you can imagine, you know, like the the emotions were really high, really high. And so Tony, um, the master, he brought both people, both young men onto the stage, and he worked with them. And in the end, they were hugging each other, saying, I love you, man. And they created an organization called Passionate Action for Peace to bring what they just learned to their respective communities. And almost everybody in the whole room joined it, like volunteered for it. And in the end, we were all arm in arm singing, We Are the World, We Are the Children. Quite a change wow. from how we started at 8 a.m. in the morning, right? <laughs> wow, Brandy. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, and so it was at that moment I realized that that's what I really wanted to do. I wanted to stop things like that from happening, people operating from hate and separation and hurt and not realizing that at our core we're the same, and together we can get through anything, but in in fear and in separation and competition, we'll just destroy ourselves. So, um, you know, that got me the courage to step out in my faith and leave my nice little corporate job where I was very limited of what I could do to help heal people's consciousness in a corporate environment, right um, so I stepped down in faith and uh, created a, a program so you know my first thought of shifting consciousness was through the younger generation and sharing with them um what i had what I had learned that I wish I had known you know younger. Um, but I soon realized I couldn't teach kids positive, empowering belief systems and put them back in a disempowered environment. So, what I did is I created camps up in Lake Tahoe um, for families. And they were called Strengthening a Family While Having Fun. And that was the beginning of my journey into guiding people into healing the relationships and freeing and frame them from the mental patterns that have. Uh, you know, live their life and helping them really transform their life into the one of you know their heart and soul's intention that they really want to live. Wow. So that's, how trans- story. that's how I made the that's how I made the Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is one of the most courageous, bravest <laughs> spectacular <laughs> stories I've ever heard on the how I got to this platform and why. Wow, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. Now, you have a book that's coming out tomorrow, I think, right? You're launching a new um, book. Tomorrow, yep. It's, tomorrow. That's amazing. And for those of you that are listening around the world, it's, it's February 16th. And those yes. of you that are listening at the broadcast later, you'll be able to find it, I believe, on Amazon, correct? Yeah, you'll actually be able to find it at Brandy'sBook.com. B R A N D Y S. <laughs> com. fabulous and it's called heal your heart and free your mind and i have to tell you the first time i read that it was like marinating in a tub it's such yeah. a luscious title you just go oh <laughs> it feels so good <laughs> and just the idea of healing one's heart Because especially yesterday, we had a show on Valentine's Day, how many people are longing for love or have been hurt in love or those that have love that want to enrich love or even in business or like you're talking about between countries and consciousness. And so how can one heal your heart? You know, I would love your take on... One, how you came up with the title, which I think is such a brilliant title. And two, <laughs> the the consciousness of healing your heart, which I think speaks to every person everywhere around the world. Yeah, well, um, really it's based on my workshop that I, I have been doing for quite a few years now um, called Heal Your Relationships, Transform Your Life. And really, um, that is the pathway to healing your heart and transforming your life. It's really of healing all of our relationships because really what's, what is creating our life and driving our life is the programming that we have received since the point of conception. Um, and, you know, uh, most pers- of the people, most of the world doesn't know this. You know, most of what we are aware of, what we've been programmed with, is the stuff that we can remember in our childhood. But really, you know, 50% of our personality is created by the time we are born. And, uh, you know, there's like, that means over 50% is just un- is stuff that we just got programmed with that we're not even aware of. And so we have absolute no memories whatsoever. And so it doesn't matter, let's say, if you grew up with your parents or not, over 50%, about f- at least 50% of of what's, of them is programmed in you, and this is just because of, you know, how the development of a human being is. So, you know, nature and its divine intelligence, you know, just downloads masses of information from the parents, um, not only, you know, from the parents like, you know, genetics and their programming and their subconscious and their neural network, but also um, from, you know, the culture and the society that they uh, brought were raised in so that the, the, the new child um, knows can, can now operate in the environment in which they're about to be born into. So in this divine intelligence, you know, to help human beings now have the, you know, if you will, software to be able to operate in this new environment um, that they're about to be born into, you know, in this body, um, it's also the seed of the very problem that is causing us problems and limitations in our life, and and so you know really uh, that is um, uh, a lot of the what what needs to be um, just uh, r- moved out. That's no longer serving us is this you know programming that uh, we receive even by the time we're born, but then also you know the first. Uh, Let's say three to four, about three to four years, our our alpha brain and our beta brain hasn't even been fully developed. It, it hasn't even been developed. It just starts. The alpha brain just starts to be developed around three or four, and and that's why we tend to have memories around that age. So um, you know, however, however, the earliest memory you have, that's the sign of when your alpha brain started, you know, um, developing. And, um, and it doesn't get fully developed until we're about seven years old. And so basically during this time period, you know, the brain is in delta and theta, which is a hypnagogic trance state. It's the same state that hypnotherapists use to program their clients into new behaviors, right? So we're just getting programmed. You know, the subconscious mind is a recording playback mechanism. So it's designed to record information for later playback of when that information is needed. So, you know, at first you didn't know how to walk, and then you learned, and now it's a program that you just do automatically that you don't think of. The same thing, you know, happened with driving. At first you had to think, you know, first gear, second gear, third gear, fourth, you know, clutch, right? It was like a challenge. Okay, which way did I go? And now you drive, and you don't even remember how you got there, right? Right. (laughs) So, So that's what happens is that, you know, the mind just now records this information for later playback, of when it's needed, and so we just have all these years of recording information that we're not even aware of for later playback and if and if we don't go through any processes to go in there and look at what's inside of there, what I say what's underneath the water line, you know <laughs> meaning what what we show to the world is like the tip of the iceberg, but there's like the most the biggest part of the iceberg is under the water, right. And, and so Absolutely. that's the same with us. Yeah, yes. oh, wow. and that's the same with us. Most of us is underneath the water. And if we don't go and see what's underneath the water, that's what hurts us. That's what hurts us. And so that's what we're doing is we're going underneath the water and we're, you know, now looking at what's, under, what's underneath the water, the rest of the iceberg, and now clearing that out so that we're – that's not unconsciously driving our lives. Um, and, uh, you know, just to everybody back to their pure – pure essence to their pure, to their pure heart, which is, you know, pure love, um, not all this programming they receive so that they can now create and experience life from that place instead. That's so beautiful. Wow, I love that. I mean, and it's (laughs) funny when you say that we already came in with this information and before we were even born. And it's interesting because I never crawled, you know, and all these doctors have studied me and whatever. And I just got up and I started walking. I was just a couple of oh, years old and I just got up and I started to walk. And then years later to become an aerial acrobat and a gymnast and whatever, but my body already had that information uh-huh. of how to do that. And so it's amazing that when you talk about that, we come in with all of this information we don't even realize. And I love that you're saying that that information is there for an, for an environment we're going to be born into. Yeah. So we already I- have these tools. Yeah, I want to ask you that, about that. So is it that your parents had done that stuff before, or do you feel like your soul came in with that information? I from, think my, that my soul like, came with that information, yeah. Okay, yes. So, but that, I there's love that that, and there's that, and that. that part too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then when you talk about healing your heart and freeing your mind, I love freeing your mind because that's like a launching pad, and you were talking about that, that freedom of the spirit of the soul or bringing people together. And so how did you put those two things together? Well, so basically what you're, you're – so all of that programming happened from relationships, right? So, um, you know, from from starting with your relationship with your parents – and then they're on. So as we heal our relationships where all this programming and this wounding happened, now that's how we're now returning you back to your pure essence of that pure love. And now your mind is no longer the more we move we move all of that programming out, what I call I call cud, like you know, um, you know, how like a cow, it chews its food. Or a, a cow just like kind of swallows it into the first the stomach really quickly and then brings it back up, that cud, so that it can process it later. Um, that That is, I'm, I'm healing, we're like now healing all that cud that just got shoved down <laughs> for later processing that we never really got to process just because of how the mind is designed. So basically, you know, as we start to heal all of this cud, we are now, and it gets to process, we can now just be returned back to this pure essence, pure love that we really are. And now the heart, which is the biggest electromagnetic um, part of our being. So, you know, the brain is only um, puts out you know, they've measured, you know, both the brain and the heart of how how much FemtoTeslas it puts out, which is just a measure of EMF. And the brain only puts out 10 or a little less than 10 EMF, if you will, out. And the heart puts out 50,000 FemtoTeslas or EMF. So that's 5,000 times more powerful than the brain. And so it's really our heart that is broadcasting out to the world what's really going on inside of us, all that stuff that's hiding underneath the waterline without our awareness. You know, so for instance, we're broadcasting out right now, right, over radio, but we're conscious of what we're broadcasting out. And there's receivers um, around the world that are now receiving this information that are like-minded and resonate with that, and, you know, this that's the same thing that's happening with us. We're broadcasting out like a radio station and all of these other hearts are picking it up. They, they're they're transceivers, they're picking it up, but we aren't aware of what we're unconsciously broadcasting out. And the world is just responding to us based on what we're broadcasting out. And um uh and, and and you know that's um, that's just the uh, the big um, difference of you know us like as what we're doing right now, and and really uh, what we are doing all the time as human beings of you know broadcasting out to like a radio station of what's really living inside of us, our hearts. And then the world is just responding to it. And where the heart gets this to broadcast out is all the stuff that's stored in our subconscious mind. And so the more we can clear out that crud out of our subconscious mind, and there's nothing, none of these old stories, these old hurts and these old wounds that we picked up in this lifetime, but our parents and their ancestors and their ancestors before got programmed with that just got passed down to us in this hand-me-down Software that we received you know while we're in the womb um that uh you know that is uh, you know that the mind is filtering through that's coming up with all these stories that then drive our lives that create our perceptions in life that create our projections in life and also um uh, create what we are what is attracted to us you know what what mm. what we're vibrating out that then like vibration is drawn to so. Um, so, yeah, as we can um heal that wounding from all of our relationships, now the mind doesn't have that to filter with, and so now it doesn't have all these stories, so I used to have all kinds of awful stories that I woke up with the morning in the morning with such pain that I woke up depressed and i didn't want to be here, you know and and now those are all gone, and I just wake up happy and excited about life and those I can vaguely remember those stories and feeling that that way. That was so funny because that was my next question for you, and I'm loving this information. I love the heart being like a receiver. And so I have two questions along with that. My first is, are people surprised? You know, when they find out what stories they're carrying or what's in their head or their heart, are they surprised by it? And the second question was, do you, do you reach a point where you don't even remember that that was a story in your life that you actually hit the delete or erase button? Yes, yes. I I'll answer that first question first, and the second one. The first question is, yes, you get to a point where you don't even remember the stuff. I I have so many people, you know, friends and friends and family, um, a, lot of, a lot of friends that say, do you remember when we did this, this, this that, and the other thing? I'm like no, I really don't, you know, like that stuff is gone, it's just no, it's just not there anymore, and um, so, I don't know, life is just so much more peaceful, uh, my mind is so much more quiet, I feel much more just happy and joy, and so when I say, you know, the other uh, the other side of this is uh, a joyful, magical life, that's what you start to experience, because that's what you're filtering through, and that's what you're um, now broadcasting out, and so, uh yeah, the memories are gone. It's like, um, like knowledge and awareness you might have got from the journey is there, but yeah, all the charges I like call it charge, is gone. All those feelings, emotions, those stories that used to come up in your mind, and um, yeah, the second question is that yeah, you know, there's a lot of stuff in there that the the mind and it's designed to protect, protect the, the child and protect the being and protect itself. The mind ego, um, it has just like wanted you to not remember. It keeps shoving it down and you know distracting you, and you know wants you to pretend it's not there. It doesn't. It's, it's designed to avoid pain, and so it is just always like you know shoving it down. And so people have a lot of stuff that's in there that you know they don't even remember um, until we bring this out, and 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 that's great. It's awesome. They might not want to. Think they don't want to remember it. But when we do that, it's very short lived and then it's out of your being forever and now it's no longer driving your life versus shoving it down and still driving and controlling your life without your awareness. Just beautiful. And Brandy, how does somebody work with you to be able to release these past stories or to be able to have that clarity to wake up in the morning like you're talking about, like a songbird? It's a beautiful day and (laughs) ready to take on the world. (laughs) <laughs> well, I just really I really only work in my workshops. So, you know, we have this book uh is a great introductory to uh really going through the process that we then take people through in our um 8-day intensive workshops. And so, you know, it's beautiful to now really start that journey through this book. Um and we do we do as much as we can through the book. Um, to take people through that process. But there's a lot uh, that we can't do through the book. But I have incorporated a lot of technology to try to, you know, simulate uh, a bit of the same, similar experience. But uh, really, you know, for us to do that deep work, uh, they need to come to this eight-day intensive that we have um, to, uh, you know, to really move this stuff out. I love that. And how do they find out about the the workshop and the intensive? Just on your website? Yes, mind dot com is where all that information is. Uh, but you know, uh, I really encourage people to go kind of start that journey in the book and 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 with the book. What we're offering too is a group coaching a uh, group coaching call, which mm-hmm. is just like a. a A low monthly fee, and we have two one and a half hour group coaching calls where that we can, you know, uh, answer any of their questions and and help them with the process that they're going through in this. So, that's like the first great first step of this, and and is those kind of together, and then get into an eight day intensive. Wow, just spectacular work. And I love the fact that you have that support as people are going through it and that they can jump on the car. I mean, you offer such incredible information. And I know that your subtitle says, Break free from struggles in your relationship in all areas of your life, which you just want to say that. You know, you want to walk around your house with your arms up in the air and go, break free from struggles <laughs> in your relationship in all areas of your life. <laughs> 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 and so can you talk about that? Because I just I'm gonna just start doing that now. Break <laughs> free for struggle not errors in your life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you know, because of all this programming that we've received, um, you know, from the point of conception, um, this is what our mind is 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 filtering through. So when it's like perceiving the world and it's projecting out into the world and um it's uh, um, and, and so it's th- that's like the vibration in which we, if we keep you know broadcasting out there into the world, and because we're broadcasting that out into the world, we keep attracting a similar thing in our life over and over again. So we all have these patterns in our life that, and it can be in different areas of your life that just keep showing up with a different name and a different face. And no matter what you do, you just can't seem to get around. You just, uh, you know, kind of equate it to being like a fly that can see where it wants to go clearly, you know, and it keeps trying to get there, but it keeps hitting this invisible barrier over and over. And it flies here and it hits the barrier. It flies over there, it it, it hits the barrier. It flies up, up, it's down, it hits the barrier. And no matter what it tries, it can't get to its goal. And, And it just seems like there's something in its way all the time. And, I, um, you know, all of us have this kind of thing in our life, in a certain area of our life. You know, like my best friend says, we all have our cross to bear. That's how she words it. Whatever that theme is, like hers is in health. um, And, you know, some people could be finances. Some could be in relationships. You know, some could be um, just, you know, they always feel abandoned or all that type of stuff. So whatever it is, um, it's coming from this programming that no matter what we change our approach, we haven't really healed that, that programming, that wounding. And once we do, once we move that out, you stop attracting that. You stop experiencing that. And so that's how we talk about you break free from, um, you know, struggle in your relationships, in all areas of your life, because once we heal that, that that struggle stops showing up. You stop experiencing life through that old, you know, that old program, that old charge. So you stop perceiving the world the way you used to. You stop on the world the way you used to, and you stop attracting from that wounding. Mm-hmm. I just love this. This is just the best information ever. And at what point, when you talk about the mosquito, which is such a perfect analogy, <laughs> at what point do people find you in your work and your Heal Your Heart for your mind book? Is it is it at that point where somebody's struggling or they're in a maze or they're hitting a wall? Or is the book also good for somebody who has a happy, wonderful life but wants even more? Or more ecstasy or more passion or... Yeah, yeah. I I think it's for everybody because you know we all have. There's not one soul in the world that hasn't received this programming that's unconsciously driving their lives. You know, it, it's not. It's not. It's. There's really not a soul that hasn't had. You know, um, that there's just a, uh, um, some area in their life. Like they can have so many great things going on in their life, but that there's this one area that they just haven't been able to. You know break free from and uh and so this work is this work is for everybody you know i um being in this work and in this industry and kind of being um amongst uh, you know a lot of people who are teaching in the transformational um transformational industry um even all of you know us who are doing that work, we all have kind of pattern um, that we still are trying to break free from. And so, um, yeah, it's it's for everybody, really, truly. That's so fascinating. It's wonderful. And then I know in your bio that it said that you had a near-death experience and that you actually mm-hmm. came back from the other side with a mission. Do you mind talking about that for a second? Because I think that's so inspirational, especially for people to think, that live in darkness and think there's nowhere to go and, and I can't get out of where I'm at right now. The fact that you actually came back from the other side is just truly a light in the darkness. So, Oh, well, yeah. I mean, truth is it's so beautiful there that um, I didn't want to come back and uh, was told I had to come back to deliver this message. Um, you know, I, I was being taken through all of this that I'm – a lot of what I'm teaching um prior to that uh um, crossing over yet I, I didn't have i didn't have the awareness because i was still i was still living in um in, i was still living with some you know limiting programming and so um really I you know, like I was still missing my mother deeply, and you know I still wanted to be there over there. And I was still feeling like the world um, that I longed for didn't exist here; it existed over there, and with the person I love most, <laughs> my mother, over there. And so, um, so even though I was just being divinely uh, guided and given this, I still wasn't actually. Uh, sharing it with the world and um in a in a in a big way i was doing a very limited, limited way and um and really it was kind of like um the the divine had to take me over there and kind of show me all of that and um and and make me really understand all of this that i was being um taken through and guided through and and shown and and so you know, um that was that uh that was the uh, I don't know, truly the defining moment that uh made me really now um do what I'm doing now. Um and and uh, get out of my uh some of my old program stories. So, you know, one of those was um um oh divine um you know but I'm a certain age and I should be married with kids by this age, so I'll get to that when I find my right life partner and I have my, you know, uh, family because I'm getting older and I won't be able to. So it was like stories like that that was keeping me um, from, you know, doing what I was um, being told to do. <laughs> and uh, and so I had to be I had to kind of get freed of some of those skills stories that were um, limiting me. And, um, that's kind of uh, what happened to me on the other side. But yeah, you know, um, I mean, there's definitely, definitely nothing to, to fear. There's nothing but, uh, you know, just love and, uh, beauty on the other side. And, uh, and, you know, I, I guess the I guess the story I would best like to share is that um my father when my, my, my mother and I had this agreement. We used to watch um a medium called uh John Edwards, um when he was had a show crossing over and we loved the show that we taped it all the time. And my mother and I had an agreement, whoever died first we'd meet at John Edwards so as my mother was dying, um, I said, remember where we're going to meet, Mom, right? And she said, yes. And so I looked to see where John Edward was going to speak uh, um, um, the soonest. And the soonest was when he was going to be the closest to me, and that was exactly on my mother's birthday, August 14th. And so I was like, that's the day, that's the one I have to go to. And so I went to that, and my father came with me just to console me when my mother didn't come through. Because my father believed when you died, you died. That's it. And, um, and so because so, my mother watched the show all the time. My mother knew how to get his attention from the 2500 other people that were there who were looking to get a reading from him as well, and he that most and people. I mean a couple of hours, and he's doing this, and so we not we not only got read, but we got read first like my mom knew to get his attention before he got started, and so you know he's like it started doing his description goes okay i'm coming and I'm coming right over here in just a minute and he finished you know directions, and he goes, "Okay, I have a mother energy here, I have a brain tumor and and really, um, most of the reading was from my father. And my mother said things that my father could not justify that this was um, that this guy was just, you know, saying things that could that anybody could have, right? Or just guessing. So, um he said he said to my father, he goes, So she's telling me to tease you about a man in a little beep outfit and my dad starts busting down and crying like instantly right there and I was looking at my dad going like, What? You know what the heck's he talking about? I have no clue what John's talking about. And afterwards, my father says, tells me what happened. He says that after my mother died, he went to a park, um, uh, where him and my mother used to walk along a river, and he was, you know, crying. You know, and he was sat on a bench, and he had his hands, had his hands down on his face, and he was just uh, crying. And when he um and then all of a sudden he felt an arm around him, you know, and kind of patting on the back when my dad looks up and it's a man in a little bow peep outfit <laughs> with a with a bonnet a dress and a staff. And a staff, right? And this is what John said he's going, uh, a little bow peep outfit with, with a staff and a bonnet and everything. And and this guy's like trying to control my father and hitting on my father at the same time. Now my father didn't ever tell anybody about this, right? This was, like, kind of embarrassing kind of thing, and he just he didn't tell anybody. And and so that's, you know, my mother knew she had to tell him a story that she could, he couldn't justify that how, you know, John could know that. And um, that made my dad a believer that my mom was around, you know, saw this, and that my mom was around. So from that point on, my father started um Well, that night, because it was her birthday, he took her out to dinner to her favorite restaurant, and he took her to um, Cirque Soleil um, that night, and it just happened to be an empty seat, and he, like, held her hand, and from that point on, he was kind of having a relationship with my mom like he knew he could talk to her and that she could hear him you know and that was very healing for my father and the next thing i knew he's like sneaking off to see where john edward was going to speak again so he could you know connect with my mother again but that like became Um. life thinking for my father of really realizing that uh, my mother was still around even though he can't see her and he can't hear her and so that's the And that's why I think the gift of mediumship is and why the cynic always gets read because they need to know it the most so that they can do their healing, you know, because when you think that they're dead and gone forever and you missed your chance to say, I'm sorry, or, or them to make amends in any way, you're normally left with that pain, you know, and that hurt and that guilt and that unforgiveness. And that's what, that's what hinders that vibration and what, That's what we're creating our life from then if we don't heal that. And so it's so crucial to heal this wounding, you know, if they are alive or they're not for us, for ourselves. Thank you for sharing that story. That was really beautiful. I'm sitting here so emotional (laughs) for your father, for your mom. And I love John's work, but just so touching and such a great testament for all of the people that are listening to the show, of what's possible and how love really does, you know, go on forever. I just, just yeah. fabulous. So thank you for sharing that. And then I also and, wanted and, to ask you. And, and, yes. and I guess I just want to say on the other side, you know, my experience there was, you know, um, with my mother, but also all of my, the deceased pets. I mean, you know, there I, I was... Feeling my cat going underneath, you know, under, rubbing itself on my legs, and my horse was like breathing on me, um, you know. And my dogs, like, like I was also interacting with all of my deceased animals, and I was seeing my mother too. And so, you know, our animals are over there as well, and that was beautiful as well to have that love. That they're there, they're still there too, and uh, they're around us, and you know, they await us when we go on the side and. We are never alone, even if we feel like we're alone. We are never alone, (laughs) ever. We might not be able to see them, but they're around. Yes, yes. (laughs) We live wholeheartedly. (laughs) And then I want to ask you, I know we only have a couple minutes left, but I know that once you had called your book a revolutionary nine-step system to permanently shapeshift your life. And at first I love the fact that it's a shapeshifting book. Because I, just the idea, the visual image of shift shaping or you know, is so fabulous because it allows you like a kaleidoscope to have the same energy and light and heart and spirit and soul that's inside of you and then with just a little bit of movement it's an entirely different picture. Yeah. And so Exactly. That's a great analogy. I like that. So can you talk just a little bit about it? I know that we only have a couple of minutes left, but I just love the idea of a nine step system that actually can shape shift your life. Yeah, well that that is like the program basically um nine steps and really we are when we when we free you from this, you know, programming, liberate you from this programming that has been, you know, driving your life and a lot of it unconsciously, um, then your life does you know uh, uh shape shift you know you can shape shift it now um now instead of all of this stuff, you have fear, worry, and not good enough and and um you know just all of that, not that limiting programming, then you are limitless of what you can now create in your life and uh and that you can- uh shape. <laughs> you know, shape your life, shape-shift your life into something that you more want to live than the one that has been kind of and built for you based on what you're broadcasting and the world responding to you. The world's now responding from the, to pure love, you know, then your life experience is completely transformed. Mm, just... I love your work, Brandy. I'm yeah. so excited for you. Congratulations on the launch of your book, Heal Your Heart, Free Your Mind, which we can find on Brandy's Books. <laughs> Brandy's com. <book.com>. Yep. <laughs> Brandy's com and Heal Your Heart and Free Your Mind.com, which I, I just love the idea of all of this. And then I guess as we wrap up this show, I always love to ask people a definition. And so for you, what does healing mean to you? What does healing mean to me? Um, really, I believe all healing is healing, all of this, the wounding and, um, uh, yeah, some subconscious programming, but mostly the wounding programming because, you know, all physical dis- disease is from the it manifests first. It, the physical manifests from the energetic um, wounding. So you know, all all disease starts from dis-ease in our energetic being. And so as we heal this disease in our energetic being, then all of the disease, um, um, you know, then that just then falls away. So. Um, healing just is healing all of this, uh, these hurts and wounds that uh, we have picked up, on, picked up, you know, since our conception and the things we remember, the things that we don't, It is that was just beautiful. I always love, and while we're just so intrigued by people's answers, I asked Dr. John Ireland, and you know, the pastor to the uh-huh. stars. What is a vow? And he said, well, a vow is not a compliment. You know, I think you're sexy. I like you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so, I always love to hear people's descriptions. You know, and we'll have, you know, we always put them on the websites. And so I love your description of healing. And for all of you who are out there listening to the show today, if you'd like to get a copy of today's show, if you've been trying to take notes of Brandy's book and how to find Heal Your Heart and Free Your Mind and all this incredible, Incredible information that she shared about the wounding and the subconscious and all of the ways that you can have a clean state and start your day, as Braddy does, with a smile and sunshiny and zippity-doo-dah in your heart. (laughs) The beautiful (laughs) wonderment of everything. You can simply send a text to 55678. Really easy. Send a text to 55678, and the message is simply Nicole. And you can download a copy of today's show onto any mobile device and uh, listen to it over and over and over again and get this incredible information that she shared with us today. And Brandy, I wish you all the best. I so thank you for taking your time today to be with us and to share this material. I love what you're doing. And I'm so glad you came back from the other side to be with us and to be on this mission and to share this Incredible work that really is helping people start anew and start clean. And I love the fact that you can not just erase any of these stories that aren't serving you, but that you can open a space to create new stories of joy and happiness and fulfillment and bliss and that happily ever after we all dream about and desire and deserve. Yes. yes, thank you. Thank you, Nicole, so much for um, inviting me to be a part of your show. It's been such an honor to be here with you, and it's been truly a blessing to actually um, you know, get to know you as well. Well, thank you. I feel the exact same way, and we so look forward to having you here again. And so for Brandy, Faith, Weld, and for myself, Nicole Brandon, we are wishing you a Beautiful, spectacular week And a happily ever after And may all your wishes And dreams come true